We should like go and like hang out with Todd. <laughs> Whoa, it's Todd. Yeah. <laughs> Todd's even cooler than we thought. <laughs> Boys, I'm looking for a fella who goes by the name of Todd. <laughs> oh yeah. He's <laughs> cool. <laughs> Todd would make like a good manager or something. Welcome to another episode of the 206 Geek Podcast with your host Todd, the 206 Geek. And yes, I'm Todd, the, the 206 Geek, and I'm your host of this podcast. And this is another episode. And uh, you know what? It, it was just one of those things. I was sitting here thinking, I want to record. I don't know what I'm going to record. I'm going to record. So I grabbed my, my PodTrack P8 and my cell phone to, to look things up, and I'm just going re- to record, and then when I'm done, I'll transfer the recording off of my my uh, P8, and then upload it to uh, over to Anchor, so yeah, this will be fun, right? Okay, so if you hear the occasional, that sound, it's because my 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 beard is rubbing against the microphone, which is... Probably a good idea if I move the mic to a different location. There we go. Okay. So today is today's what today's Echo. What is today? Today is Wednesday, March thirty first. Okay. So it's the end of the month. <laughs> I was like, what is today? I forgot what today is. It's Wednesday the the thirty first of March. Um Tomorrow is April Fool's Day and my grandfather's birthday. Um, rest in peace, Grandpa. Um, it's also like one of my favorite holidays growing up. When I was a kid, when I discovered that April Fool's Day was the day you can pull pranks and not get in trouble for it, I was all about it. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it was uh, it was one of those things where... Um, I would I would uh ask I would I would ask my mom where I can buy like practical joke things. And either she found it or I found it, I can't remember which. But uh somebody found there is there was a novelty shop in Bellevue, Washington, and I I asked her if we could go there. And so I I had like I probably had like ten or fifteen dollars or something, or maybe I just asked her to buy me something. I can't remember. It's been so long. I was in, and yes, I'm Todd the the two hundred six geek, and I'm your host of this podcast. And this is another episode. Well, okay, that's it. Just looped there. What I meant to do was play the original recording they started, and then my then the power just died on this thing. So what I did was I grabbed the recording that it had saved and then played it over. So anyways, uh, now that I have power plugged into this, into my P8, um, my podcast P8, or PodTrack rather, PodTrack P8, that's what it's called. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, I remember going to this place. It was over in the Crossroads area of Bellevue. And uh, it was just, you know, it was, it was a novelty shop. They sold practical jokes, gag gifts, 
um, you know, uh, magic tricks, things like that. And I remember going there with the, 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 the whole idea was to find something that I could, I could, you know, as a little kid do a, a prank on people and I would be able to giggle. <laughs> I got you. And they would be like, Oh yeah, you got me. Oh yeah. That was so funny. <laughs> so, and you know, in hindsight, that's kind of the reaction I got from most people. Uh, but the few times that I really got somebody, they were not happy. They were mad. Um, I remember, uh, I mean, I, I got like a whoopee cushions and, uh, and, uh, <laughs> and, and things like that, you know, fake, fake turds and, and whoopee cushions and, you know, fart spray was my favorite. Fart spray was essentially like, uh. This air, it wasn't even an aerosol. It was like a little, a little tiny, you know, spray bottle. It didn't hold a whole lot, which is probably a good thing because that stuff smelled horrible. It was like um, if if a rotten egg crawled up your ass and died, and then stayed there for six months and then then fell out your ass. That's what it smelled like. <laughs> it was really gross. And uh, <laughs> I remember, I remember, uh, <laughs> I remember taking that spray and going into my grandmother's bathroom and spraying uh, that stuff. So the whole bathroom just reeked of this stuff. The, the windows were closed. The ba- the door was closed, and I just I sprayed. I I was like like that, you know. And then I went into the living room and started watching TV and just waited for someone to go use the bathroom. And the first person that went into the bathroom was like, oh, my God, what the hell is this? <laughs> I started cackling like an evil little child. And uh, <laughs> I was, they were so mad because it wasn't like the smell was going to go away, you know, anytime soon because it was this really pungent, like really gross smell. And the window in the bathroom was a small, like, sliding window with, like, uh, translucent uh, glass in it so you couldn't see through the window. And uh, (laughs) it probably probably took a couple hours for that smell to dissipate. It was so gross. I I actually did get in trouble for that one Uh, (laughs) because I... Because I overdid it on the spraying, I think if I would have done one or two sprays, it probably would have dissipated within half an hour. I, I wanted it to be really gross smelling, though. Um, that was probably probably my favorite, uh, one of my favorite practical jokes um, that I did get in trouble for. Um, I think one of my favorite practical jokes I didn't get in trouble for, but uh, freaked my mom out a lot, was... Uh, I, I don't remember where I saw it. I think I saw it on a TV show that I was watching, and I thought, this is great, I'll do this. They essentially told, told, taught you how to uh, take a rubber spider and attach it to some string, and then attach it to the, door no- the inside doorknob of your bedroom door, and then use some... Uh... These are all things we had in the house, too. I had a rubber spider, and my mom had string, and she had like these eye hook screws so you took this took one screw and you you anchor it to the wall level to where the 
to where the uh, doorknob was, and then you put another one uh, up towards the the roof of the or the, or not the roof, but uh, top of the on the wall level to the top of the the above the door, and then you put another hook above the door, kind of right in front of where the door opens, so that when you open the door, the string comes down in front of whoever's standing in the doorway. Well, you you tie the, the the spider to the string, you close the door, and it, you know it's it's so that when you when you close the door, it pulls the string and pulls the spider up away from the doorway. When you open it up, it jumps down, and it was at eye level with my mom. So I oh man, I probably spent a good thirty minutes putting this together, giggling the whole way. My mom was like, "What are you doing in there?" And I'm like, "Nothing." Like you know, I'm playing innocent. Um, and giggling and giggling and just having so much fun knowing that I'm going to scare the crap out of my mom. And uh, <laughs> so I was like, hey, mom, come here. She come in and the door swung open. The, the spider popped down right at, and actually, I think it bounced off her, off her face. And she let out the scream and she's like, yeah, I just... <laughs> I remember thinking that was the funniest thing ever until until my mom started yelling at me like I was, you know, I was grounded. I think I, I don't remember if I got in, in a lot of trouble. I just remember my, I scared my mom a lot and she did not appreciate that. And she, she was mad. She was mad for a bit. She was, I don't, I don't believe I got in trouble for that. I think I actually just, she just kind of gave me a stern yelling at and, and, and shook her finger at me. I remember that much. And, uh. Yeah, <laughs> man, I knew that my mom didn't like spiders. I knew she didn't like rodents and, you know, all these, these things that she didn't like. The one thing that I had was this plastic spider. And I, I think this was before I, I, I had my, uh, my moment to, to not like spiders anymore. I think this definitely happened before that, that actually, um, I think it was a couple of years later even. Maybe even the same year. I don't know. I was, you know, 11, 10-ish, I think. And I remember going over to uh, my cousin Marianne and and my Aunt Kathleen and her siblings, uh, Laura and Joe. They all lived in eastern Washington up in the mountains, up in the woods, out in the boonies, the sticks. Well, I remember going to visit them during the summer one year, and they were they were spending a lot of time at a friend's house, or maybe this is the house they were living at the time, I don't remember. All I remember is we climbed up on the roof, and I fell off the roof, and I remember like waking up later, like I was unconscious, and I woke up later, and when I woke up... Uh, this is how I'm remembering anyway. I, I could be remembering this wrong. I, this may be like a separate trip, but I, I think that the, the falling off the roof was the same time I got bit by spiders and I had these massive welts on my arm. Like, like think of a mosquito bite and like it's 200 times bigger than that and it itches way more. And uh, because of that, and I was told that I was bit by spiders... Um, I pro you know what? I probably landed 
when I fell, I probably landed near a spider's nest or something. Uh, and they were like, fuck you and get off my house. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and, uh, uh, that was, I think that was also around the same time as the, the Rankin, I think it was Rankin Bass. Rankin Bass, I think, is the one that did the, the animated Hobbit movie. Um, late 70s, early 80s. And I remember watching that movie thinking, oh, this is cool. I like this. And then all of a sudden they had the whole sequence with the giant spiders and the, 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 uh, the, uh, hobbits are all like spun up inside of cocoons and. And the Hobbit guy has to go in there and save his buddies. I think that was Bilbo, but I, I'm not really sure. It's been so long, and I and I, I have, I haven't seen any of the other Hobbit movies in quite some time. Either. Actually, I the last two times I tried watching the 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 uh, uh, the. Uh, the live action Hobbit movies a few years back, I, I I get as far as you know the first ten minutes and I'd fall asleep every single time. So I just I kind of gave up trying to watch that movie and any of the ones that followed it. I don't remember if that was the first of the, the live action ones or if it was the second one or what. Um. So yeah, I think that was kind of where my my fear of spiders came from is because of I had this dream of that sequence from the Hobbit movie. But instead of the Hobbits, um, it was my family. And instead of it being in a cave, it was the basement of the house I lived in at the time. And I remember, in this dream, I remember going to, into the basement, and the basement being really dark and spooky. And, like, all of a sudden some lights... You know how in those in scary movies, you always walk into a room that's kind of dark, and all of a sudden, <laughs> lights kind of click on. Um, and that was essentially what happened in the dream. Lights, some lights came on enough that I could see the outline and the faces of my, my siblings and my parents spun up in these giant spider webs and, uh, cocoons and, uh, scared the ever living piss out of me. I, I've never liked spiders since. And, uh, yeah, just things like that, um. I don't know. I've never. I'm. I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of spiders. I haven't been since then. Um, although, and I think in the '90s, late '90s, early mid '90s, even. Um, I remember a friend of mine had this book called "Animal Speak" by Ted Andrews, and it was essentially a a book about uh, Native American spiritualism and the the connection between the earth and you and, and, and animals and you and all that other kind of stuff. And I really got into that book. I, I, I borrowed, he let me, he let me look at it while we were hanging out and, and I ended up buying my own copy of the book cause I wanted to, I wanted to be able to read it and look at more of it. And then I came across, you know, there are sections of the book that had like, um, like, uh, the kind of the, what the native, native folks believed uh, the meaning behind certain animals were, and what they meant when you saw them, and and what it meant when they were walking away, or walking towards, or walking east, or walking west, or north, or south, or whatever. And I was going through the section of the 
in the book about animals, and I got to the section about insects, and then it talked about spiders. Oh, God, I hate spiders. And uh, so I'm reading this thing about the spiders, and the spiders, if I recall correctly in this book, uh, spiders really represent uh, creativity. If you see a spider, then you're going to be very creative or something to that effect. And, and well, there were some other meanings behind it too, but that was like the main thing I remember from it. And uh, so I was just like, okay, and anytime I see a spider, it just means that, you know, my creative energies are high or I, I should try doing something creative and, and I'll succeed at it kind of thing. And uh, years later, I remember seeing on on like Discovery Channel or some other kind of nature show where they were talking about spiders and insects and stuff. And I remember them saying that spiders' eyesight, um, depending on actually, I think it depends on the spider, but I think for the most part, they, they rely more on their sense of smell and, uh, you know, they don't really see that well. And, and they basically said that House spiders, I think is what they were talking about, house spiders can't really see that far. So you can only see about three or four feet away, if that, like two or three feet. And if you're across the room, they don't know you're there until they feel the vibrations of you moving. You know, if you're if you're stomping around or you're... They, they can't, I don't think they can hear either. I don't think it's, they don't pick up on sound, at least not like we do. Um... So they don't really know you're there until you're within like arm's reach of the spider. And that's when they're that's when they become aware of you. And that's why they seem like they're like on the defense when you like get right up on them, getting ready to smack them, because that's when they realize you're there. Holy shit, that thing is gonna squash me. Um So my 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 outlook on spiders changed a little bit, knowing that they can't see or hear me when I'm more than a, like an arm's length away. Um, so I don't. I mean, I still don't like spiders. I still kind of freak out if they're within arm's reach. But if I see them across the room, I don't scream. I don't freak out anymore. Um, that reminds me <clears throat> of another story. I think this episode is just going to be me telling stories, folks, and I'm not going to be talking about a bunch of stuff, um, you know, things in, in the in the in the geek news. I think I'm just going to talk about things I remember growing up. Uh, in my 30s, I uh, I had a friend who had a, who had a, who was a father figure and had a family, um, and uh, I remember. We were going to the Woodland Park Zoo, which is the the, the zoo in Seattle, and uh, it was his uh, girlfriend's daughter's birthday, and we were going there for her. And they invited me to go along. I was like, "Yeah, I haven't been to the zoo since I was a kid, right? Let's go." And uh, you know, I remember I remember walking around the zoo. Uh, I remember seeing lots of various animals. I remember going into the orangutan. Uh, enclosure and, and seeing them kind of like <laughs> it was funny uh, all of the orangutans that were there I think there was like two or three in there at the time they were like the ones that were out in, in the open were hiding under a burlap bag and they were just like you know 
I don't really want to be looked at right now. Go away. <laughs> I'm going to put this bag over my head. And if you can't see me, uh, if I can't see you, you can't see me kind of thing. And uh, <laughs> while we were sitting there, I wish they would take those bags off their heads. I kind of want to see them and whatever else. And, and uh, that friend, he was like reading on this information board about how uh, <laughs> how uh, orangutans uh, communicate with each other. And it says that it, it's, he told me, and this is probably... This is probably false. He, he was always telling stories. He was always pulling my leg. You know, I I could, if I trusted you, I, I would probably believe anything you told me, regardless if it was false or not. Um, and he took advantage of that quite a bit. So he told me that when you do a raspberry like that, that's kind of a sign of, hey, how you doing? What's up? To them. So we were doing that at, at I started doing that at, at the orangutans in the enclosure, and and occasionally they, they would peek up from underneath the, the the sack and just kind of like, "What are you doing?" Kind of look on their face, and we thought I thought it was funny. He because I thought it was funny. I think he kind of mimicked that. He, he pretended to think it was funny, and um, or maybe he did. I don't know. Uh, Knowing the, knowing the the person uh, the way I do now, I, I suspect that he was probably just you know, hey Todd thinks this is hilarious. I'm gonna keep him going because he's amusing me. That's the kind of person he was. Um, we went in, and then later in the in the day, when we were walking around, we came around to the part of the zoo where uh, they had the insect house, and I was like, okay, no problem. Because I, I figured it was going to be like, you know, it was it was going to be like grasshoppers and beetles and things like that. I didn't I didn't I did not expect to see any spiders or any arachnids for that matter. And they of course they had like they had they had uh, they had uh, I don't think they were called grasshoppers, but they looked like grasshoppers and they were bigger, I think. But and then they also had cockroaches and they had. A uh, bunch of other bugs, centipedes, millipedes, things like that. And then we get go around the corner and we see uh, some arachnids behind the glass. And then there was this like one, this one enclosure which had like the cleanest glass I had ever seen in my life. And I walked right up to it and I was like, "Oh, there's no glass. Oh, that that's that that must be like a model that can't. That's probably not real because it." It was brightly colored and it didn't. It wasn't moving, but the closer I got, uh, it moved, and I kind of jumped back and said, "Oh shit, uh, I'm gonna stay away from that." I, uh, and it, and that was kind of my response. At least that's how I remember it, anyway. And at that point, he says to me, "Todd, don't turn around." I was like, "Dude, don't do that. That's not even funny. Don't." fuck with me like that you know i don't like spiders I, you know i'm glad that thing didn't move very fast or at hardly at all because if it moved any faster than that i would have shat myself and he goes dude just don't turn around you, you really don't want to turn around if you don't like spiders so i, I called his bluff i was like yeah right okay whatever dude so i turned around 
and they're like right at eye level. Kind of like the story I told earlier about my mom. Um, I saw this giant tarantula like at eye level. And I let out this yell, which in my mind sounded like, ah, but much louder. Um, according to them, everybody in the room, it was a few octaves higher. And uh, I, and the, the kid said, I sounded like a little girl when I screamed. And uh, I was like, no, I didn't. He's like, yeah, you did. You sound like a girl. All right, thanks. <laughs> and was like, and his, so my friend told the kid, he doesn't like spiders. Spiders scare him. So uh, for the rest of the day, the kid was like, you know, you know how people would like take their hand and and simulate uh, like little creepy crawly kind of movements with their fingers and they run it across your back or your 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 arm or whatever. Well, that's what this kid was doing. Uh, and after I think the second or third time, I was like, you got to tell the kid to stop doing that because I'm really starting to get upset and this is not going to end well. And... Uh, he said, calm down, calm down, I'll tell him to stop. And told him to stop. And the kid did it one more time. He's like, look, if you do that again, I will put you in the trash can and we'll leave you here. I wouldn't actually do that, but that's what I told the kid to get him to stop. And uh, the kid stopped. Um, you know, in hindsight, that was probably the, the, the meanest thing I ever said to a little kid like that. Um, yeah, it's such... It's don't be an asshole. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, I, I've not been a fan of spiders. Um, I think that was also around the time that the movie Eight-Legged Freaks came out. And uh, I was told that it was a funny movie and that, uh, yes, it had giant spiders in it, but it was funny and, it, you know, that might lessen the the scare factor of the giant spiders so i reluctantly watched it because I, I just I, I really don't like spiders and uh so i watched it and yes it was absolutely hilarious i could not stop laughing um the thing that i think that made me laugh the most was like anytime <laughs> uh there was a sequence in the movie spoiler alert uh that one of the main characters was riding a, like a dirt bike, an off-road motorcycle, and you know, like a, a Kawasaki or whatever, <laughs> and that kind of motorcycle, and uh, he was being chased by these jumping spiders that were the size of, uh, you know, I want to say they were the size of like a wheel wheelbarrow or like a like a like a, a, a uh, like a love seat kind of not real big but not real small either and uh <laughs> so they were chasing this guy down on his on his little his little off-road uh dirt bike and uh <laughs> and every time a spider went to like jump on him as he's riding his bike he would punch or kick or whatever and every time they got punched or kicked they go ow <laughs> That, to me, uh, made the movie that much better because anytime they got hurt, they would scream. Like, they would, they would go, ouch! 
or something to that effect. And, and that's the only reason why I was able to watch that movie. If, if that had not been there, and if it had just been giant creepy crawlies, and, uh, and I mean, the rest of the characters in there were funny too. There was like the, the conspiracy theorist guy who was played by Dougie Fresh, and, and uh, uh, David Arquette was the main, one of the, the, the male lead in the movie, and had a bunch of other actors. I, I, I can't think of their names off the top of my head. Uh, but it was a very funny movie. Uh, Dougie Fresh's character, who was the, the conspiracy theorist, thought it was aliens attacking. And, you know, uh, it was... There's a sequence in the movie where, like, people are starting to realize that these giant spiders are kind of infestating they, their town. One... Uh, one uh, woman had this uh, little yippy dog, like a little, um, like a terrier, like a, like a, a Yorkie or something. And uh, I was like, yip, 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 yip. And then, uh, or no, it wasn't a yippy dog. It was a, it was a, a, a long haired cat. That's what it was. There was a dog too, but what I'm specifically thinking about was a cat. So uh, there's like these, cat-sized um, spiders. I think they're the orb weavers. And uh, the cat goes into the... You know how, like, houses have the vents on the, uh, on the, in, in the wall on, the, on, like, floor level? Well, the, I guess the, this vent, uh, the, the vent had come off so you could, the cat could climb in into the vent and was walking around inside, and apparently... Uh, the cat found this, the, the spider and they were having a fight. You know how in cartoons like, like uh, Tom and Jerry, uh, you know, they'd fight behind a wall and they'd smack into the wall and their face would get imprinted into the, into the drywall or whatever. They was doing that with the cat and the, and the, and the, and the spider. That was funny. Um. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh. I think part of the reason why I wanted to tell stories today just of, you know, growing up and things I liked and whatnot is because I hadn't done that. And I don't think I've ever done that on this podcast other than the occasional, like, story and then get back to, like, the the articles that I'm reading. Um, uh, a few days ago, I had submitted uh, a story I wrote down years ago about um, uh, a trip. When I was a teenager, my mom had a sailboat, and we we went out to the San Juan Island, San Juan Islands in Washington State, um, and we went to a place called Friday Harbor. And I sent this story to the Red Couch segment for the Graham Norton show. Well, today I got an email back from them wanting to, um, you know, set up a time to do like a Zoom call. And uh, the story goes like this. I, I, I just remember waking up um, in, in, my, in my bunk on the bed and just not feeling great because the night before um, the boat was in like a adverse weather and the boat was rocking up and down like crazy and I had eaten uh, not, not great food for, for dinner that night. And so... the the not great food mixed with the, the rocking kind of made me kind of queasy. So I just went to bed. So when I woke up, I woke up to the, the sound of someone 
using like a bicycle pump, you know, and it was the sound of uh, the pump on the uh, the toilet in the on the boat, which is like an RV an RV toilet. So there's pumping so, and I hear I hear the vacuum outside going, and then hear the pump some more. Hear the vacuum, and the vacuum stops, and then I hear the pump start again, and then I hear my mom's my mom. Um, screaming profanities. I've, I've, and I, at that point in my life, I'd never heard my mom use profane language. She'd gotten mad at me plenty of times, but I've never heard her use any any four-letter words, I, never an F-bomb, none of that. And uh, I heard her saying to my sister, Heidi, get me some fucking water. Like, really angry. Like, Whoa. She's never cursed at any of us kids before that I that I've witnessed, and so I was like, "All right, what the hell was that about?" And then, I, then, and then, within a minute or two after that happened, I hear my sister just cackling, just dying from laughing. She's she's gasping for air, kind of laughing, you know. Have you ever been laughing so hard that you 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 know you're you have tears streaming in your face, your face is turning red. And you're just uncontrollable laughter. And then my mom starts screaming more. And I'm like, well, what the hell's going on? So I, I'm down below inside the boat. I go up, upstairs into the cockpit of the, of the boat where the steering and everything is. And my sister has two water jugs, uh, one in each hand. Just, she's just like, you know, have you ever seen someone laughing so hard? They're like, they're like, they're they're almost paused, like they're frozen there. They're, she's like in the in the middle of gasping for air, kind of laughing. Well, I I go, what the hell's going on? I turn around, I turn the corner to see the whole side of the boat and my mother covered in shit everywhere, and she's furious. Well, of course, you know, as soon as I saw that, my stomach goes, okay, well dinner's coming back. So I got, I jumped off the boat, ran to the end of the dock. I, I, I like emptied my stomach into the, into the water. And I thought to myself, God, I hope the fish enjoyed the food better than I did. That was, it it didn't taste any better coming back up. (laughs) And, and when I, when I finally, I took my time going back to the boat because I really didn't want to have a repeat of what just had happened which is me just evacuating everything that was in my stomach. And I, as I walk back, I, I can hear my mom still yelling. And at this point, she has uh, what it was called a sun shower, which is essentially a plastic bag, a thick plastic bag filled with water that you would, you, you would hang up in, in the direct sunlight to heat up the water. And she was hosing herself off with this. And at this point, I started laughing because, like, the whole side of the boat is covered in shit. My mom is finally getting the 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 the, the, the stuff off of her. And I used to tell this story whenever I met new friends. And my I remember telling my mom um, years after that happened. Like I was, I just told the story to my best friend Kay, uh, my friend Chaos Wolfcat, and. She thought it was hilarious. She just oh, she was she was laughing as hard as my sister was, and 
And she was like, don't tell that story. That's so embarrassing. Why would you tell that story? I was like, Mom, if it had happened to anybody else on the boat, you would have been laughing as hard as Heidi, if not harder. And she's like, okay, yeah, okay, maybe, maybe. But still, don't tell people that story. It's embarrassing for me. I was like, all right, whatever, Mom. I'm, I'm not going to stop telling the story because it's one of my favorite stories to tell about you. Um, it was. It reminds me of a, a, a good time in my life. <sighs> Sorry. She actually told that story at her last birthday party. I think she was. I think she turned uh, sixty-eight or sixty-nine. And uh, I remember getting there kind of late to her birthday party because I was working. I wanted to be there for her birthday party. And I and I caught the, the tail end of her telling that story. And uh, <laughs> and it, at that moment, it occurred to me, she was standing on a boat in the middle of a harbor. And she was screaming for water. And I go, Mom, it just occurred to me. Why didn't you just jump off into the harbor from the, off the boat? <laughs> and it looked, she she had that same look I probably had, which is, why didn't I think of that? And she just kind of gave me this flustered kind of, I don't know. God. Because at that point, it had been probably 30-something years since that had happened. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, I, I, I emailed that story to the Graham Norton Show for the Red Chair bit, and uh, they emailed me back today. They wanted to schedule a time to do a Zoom call. And... Uh, so I haven't heard back from them because, you know, by the time I got the email, by the time I woke up, it was probably 8 or 9 o'clock their time. So I'll probably hear from them tomorrow. I, I'm excited that if, if, this, if, if I'm able to tell this, this story on an international talk show, that would be so cool. That would be really cool. Um... Mom would be pissed. She would not be happy that I'm telling this to the to a talk show host um, on a television show, let, let alone one from the from the UK. But you know what? I I also think that she would be like, "Oh my God, you're going to be on an you're going to be on an international talk show." I was like, "I'm I'm not the guest, Mom. I get to be a part of a segment where they get." You know, people who watch the show to, to tell a story or a joke or, or whatever. So, I, I think she would she would have mixed feelings about it. I think she would be like, "Oh, this is so cool," but do you have to tell that story? Man, oh man. I really hope I get to tell the story on on Graham Norton's show. I mean, just the fact that I they they 
they wanted to talk to me about it is exciting. If if I don't get to be on the show, that's that'll be fine. I still enjoy watching the clips that I see on YouTube. Um, I, you know what? I, did, I probably have access to where I can watch full episodes. I think it's probably on Amazon or uh, on Hulu or something, uh, which I have access to those. So I'll, I'll, after I'm done recording here, I'm going to go look and I'm going to go watch some Graham Norton show. If you're not familiar with the Graham Norton show, it is a UK talk show. Think of like the Tonight Show. Actually, it's closer to the, uh, uh, what is his name? Uh, you know what? I, I'll have to Google it. Hold on a second, folks. Uh, let's see here. Oh, James Corden. Yeah, it's 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 very similar to the, the, the format that's on James Corden, where he has all of his guests come out at the same time. They sit on a couch, and he in, he interviews them individually, but a lot of times they will have, um, they'll start telling a story, and then the other people on the couch will be like, oh, really, holy crap, or something to that effect. They'll be, like, interacting, or they'll tell, uh, Graham will ask, you know, uh, one of my favorites is if you do a search for Graham Norton and Seth MacFarlane, um, Seth MacFarlane does, sings the song True Colors, uh, the Cindy Lauper song. He sings True Colors in the voice of Stewie from Family Guy. And Cindy Lauper's sitting right next to him. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and any time anytime Johnny Depp is on there or, uh, or, or Keanu Reeves... Or uh, Will Smith. Those are all good episodes. And in uh, the Red Chair is a segment they do on the on the on this show, where uh, they get uh, people who watch the show uh, get to sit in this red chair, and they get to tell their story or their joke or whatever. And if if uh, Graham doesn't uh, like it or is put off by it or whatever. He, hits, he can hit a button and then ejects him out of the chair. Well, I don't think that's going to happen. That specifically is going to happen to me. I think if anything, they'll just drop the call because <laughs> it sounds like it's going to be over a uh, Zoom call. And uh, but I'll, I'll tell the story it, like I, that I just told you guys on there if I get the opportunity. And uh, this will be great. I think I think we'll have a lot of fun. Um, uh, I, I don't think I'll get an opportunity to really chat with Graham, but I will say that I like his show. I watch the clips on YouTube, and uh, I know that he's from the same county. I think he's from the same county as my grandmother. So um, I would say something along those lines. And, uh, well, that's I think that's it for today. Um, Unless I can think of something else to talk about for the next 15 minutes. And uh, it's funny, I, I posted on my personal Facebook page about this this opportunity. And my sister's like, oh my god, really? I've never heard of that show. I was like, yeah, it's, it, I, I believe the show is on BBC America. 
Um, but I've mostly seen clips of it on YouTube. Um, and I have BBC America on YouTube TV, so I, I could record it. Um, but yeah, she'd never even heard of the Graham Norton show, which doesn't really surprise me too much because she doesn't watch any of the things that I like to watch. We have two different kind of... Uh, her TiVo or her DV, excuse me, DVR is, is full of like uh, like news programs, like, uh, like you know, 24-hour news coverage type shows and like soap operas. So she's either watching General Hospital or Fox News. So yeah, I'm not surprised she doesn't know about this show. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I I didn't think I was gonna get a, gonna get a response because I, I yeah I know the story is funny. I know that people usually laugh at the story when I tell it, but I, I honestly didn't think I was gonna get a I was gonna get a an email back about it. So. This is cool. I, I I will be able to tell the next time I get, get up on a on on a open mic for stand up and I tell the story. I was like, look, folks, I told this story on Graham Norton, and he loved it. <laughs> well, I'm hoping he'll love it. You know, at this at the point that I I I am saying this, I'm I'm hoping that I got the chance, and he he laughed. I will be that will that will make that will make my year. If I can get Graham Norton to laugh. Because he makes me laugh. I laugh every single time I watch a clip of his. Oh my god, this is amazing. Alright. Um, and I'm getting I'm getting emotional again. So, I think this is the, the part of the show where I thank you guys for tuning in to yet another episode of my podcast. Sorry, this episode wasn't the, the normal. Um, if you did enjoy it. Uh, if you if you like me to do this more frequently, um, go ahead and uh, give my my podcast a, a rating and a review over on Apple Podcast. Um, tell tell people why they should listen to my podcast by telling them about this story and tell them this episode to to listen to. Um, that would be great. That's how you can help me out. Uh, give my podcast a rating and a review, and. Uh, Check out my other podcast, It's Not About You, with Jamal, Marianne, and Cousin Todd. Or you can go to notaboutyoupod.com. That's the letter U, not the word U. And, and you can listen to it there. Or you can just search for uh, It's Not About You, with Jamal, Marianne, and Cousin Todd on your favorite podcasting app, and it should come up. Um, yeah. Uh, also, I think next week I'll probably give you guys a review on the the. Uh, Godzilla vs. Kong movie which I'm going to go see this Saturday at a theater um, at least that's the plan anyway I might watch it before that on HBO Max as I know it's there now so anyways thanks again and I really appreciate you guys it means a lot to me that you guys take the time out of your day to listen to me babble for an hour and uh, I will talk to you next week bye and now is the t- part of the show where I like to thank those who support the podcast. And if you also want to become a podcast supporter, you can go to support.206geek.com.